1: I have three guests today And uh, the topic today is We want to talk about our worth uh, I have three ladies here And I wanted to talk to them about What they think is somebody's worth You know uh, A lot of us struggle with that We don't know if you're worthy Or you feel like you're unworthy uh, Maybe because your parent told you that Or friends or Just just a lot of things That make people feel unworthy in life, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'll start with Christina. What what is what is it worth? If somebody would ask you that, somebody, what, what do you tell somebody that?
2: That's a very good question. If someone were to ask me right now, mm-hmm. I'd say I'm worth so much more. Yeah, I'm worth a lot. I'm priceless. that you can't even count it. But if someone were to ask me a long time ago, I would say i don't even think i'm that special yeah so it has definitely changed my mindset has changed thank god for growth and maturity yeah um before i would say you know i'm just trying to make it i don't think i'm worth it even that much yeah at all yeah how
1: about uh, what do you think what is your what
2: just like Christina said, um, I I, I I I know that I'm priceless. So, um and just like her, like if somebody was able to like ask me the same question a long time ago, honestly I would just tell them like I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> so I wouldn't I wouldn't sure. be able to answer them because I didn't know my worth a long time ago. I really didn't think I I let people walk over me. I just it was at, when you're younger you think you know everything and you <laughs> you really don't. Yeah. Really realize how much you're worth. Like you don't you don't really know your worth. Mm-hmm. So you just you take whatever comes your way. I mean, when when somebody tells you you're this and that, you you know, you you start to believe that because you really don't know who you really are. So Yeah. yeah.
1: So what do you think? Of it? Yeah,
3: I think that's <clears throat> my worth has the definition of my worth has changed over the years and um, to what they've said you know I feel like we're all priceless in our own way Um, that nobody can replace us that we're the only one to exist in this moment in time of history ever yeah and um, that makes us priceless Mm. but also I remember being young and not understanding my own worth and being willing to um, give parts of myself away because I didn't think it was worth enough to mm-hmm. keep.
1: Yeah. So have you guys always thought uh, thought of yourself that way, or you know, there's times you felt like um, today I feel unworthy, and then tomorrow I come out, man, I suck today. I'm so unworthy. What do you think, Christian?
2: I think I felt like that. Most of my life, because when I was growing up, you know, you hear so many things from so many people like you're not good enough and you need to try harder. You need to do better. Uh, You know, you're just not how you're supposed to be. You're not acting the way you're supposed to be. And, you know, it goes by what people are saying and how you're treated. And that's what made me think, hey, you know, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do better so and it changed my the way that I acted and the way that I was because I would always push and push and constantly push to be better mm-hmm. and to do better in just for the sake of other people yeah yeah,
0: okay.
2: yeah. Um, yeah definitely I mean a lot of what people say like it sticks with you for a long time. it really does, and I'm not and i I can't lie and say that there there is times when even though you still know your worth, when somebody says something, yet it kind of like brings back all the stuff that Like, a lot of people have said about you, like, a long time Mm -hmm. ago. And it does put you down a little bit, but then you just kind of have to remind yourself, you know, I'm not that, I'm not what other people say about me. You know, you really got to know who you really are to not let what other people, the definition of what they think, like, who you really are. So, yeah, I mean, I really did not know. I really did not know my worth a long time ago. I really didn't. And, um words that people would say took a toll on me as well mm-hmm. so growing up i really had to like tough enough and actually just getting to, into the the word actually really helped me know my worth even more because God said that I'm I'm priceless. I'm I'm like one of a kind. I'm unique. So if He thinks so highly of me, why shouldn't I think highly of myself? So getting into the word really helped me know my worth and know that I'm worth so much more than what other people think that I, I'm worth.
1: So that's great. And so, uh, what do you what do you think, Amanda?
3: Yeah, I think <clears throat> like the feeling itself, because. I mean, feelings come and go, right? The emotions mm-hmm. and the feeling of worthiness can change from day to day, even moment to moment. Um, but the, ex- the truth of it yeah. is what you have to kind of go back to of, you know, what I say matters, what I do matter. Um, I'm taking every breath for a reason. Um, so I, I think there's a difference between the feeling of worthiness and then the knowledge.
1: Of worthiness. Of worthiness. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very true.
3: But I had a quick question for Christina. So uh, you were saying <clears throat> the difference of, you know, I'm not good enough. I need to be better. So is there ever a time where you, you can be good enough and still want to be better?
2: I think now I feel like I can be good enough and still work to be better and do better. But just back then it was like, you're both, you're not good enough and you're not doing, you're not doing better. You need to do better. And so that's what gave me that sort of like thinking that, you know, I need to be better than this. I need to do better than this and I need to do certain things and grow up super fast so that I can get these things done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I wanted to know. So um, it looks like everybody has gone through a transition. Like you've mm-hmm. gone from mm-hmm. not feeling worthy, and now you know you're worthy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what changed? What What is a magic moment that it just hit you like no, no, this is not what I I am. I'm worthy.
2: For me, honestly, like Christina said earlier, like you have. To Like, your mindset has to shift Mm -hmm. to um, where you don't take in or you don't retain what people, like, the bad things that people say about you and you let it stay in your mind, but you let it bounce off of you. So, your mindset has to shift to the point where when somebody says something bad about you, like you automatically put a positivity to it. So if somebody said you're not worth it, no, you remember you have to remind yourself that I am worth it. So there has to be like a mind shift Mm -hmm. that happens to where you really like know your, like how worth, how worthy you really are. And then I feel like, yeah, just like the mind mindset, you need to really change your mindset to be able to really understand and know your worth. Yeah. I feel like definitely change your thinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, what really helped me or what really clicked within me is that I moved back to Colorado and I went from feeling not good enough, not worthy. And then I came back and I had family surrounding me and I had some sort of support. So I was like, a, it built me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then going into church and truly under, Getting that moment to actually sit down and understand what I was being taught, Mm -hmm. understand what I was learning and what I was reading, um, really helped me to know that what I believe in is that I'm created differently. I'm unique. I am the way that I am. And, you know, I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I can say that I still I'm still thinking about it. And I'm it's not that. Words don't still bring me down. No, it's that I'm, I'm constantly now reminding myself who I am mm-hmm. and what I've learned and how I've what I've transitioned into is helping me mm-hmm. to be who I am. So That's I'm great. still working on it. That's good.
1: Yeah. So, do you remember like a specific moment that you just like? Was it like maybe you're laying in bed and and mm-hmm. you just felt it like? Like, I'm not going to listen to anything, but somebody tells me, I know and I know that I'm Wadi. Is that like a specific moment for you that you can remember, like you can recall?
2: It actually happened just like that.
1: You
2: did? Yeah. I I remember just one night I was in bed, and I was just reading scripture as I um, always do before I go to sleep. And I came up to, I was listening to like uh one of a preacher like just preaching about uh about it and i went to that scripture and i i kept rereading it and rereading it and rereading it and suddenly i was just like bawling and i was like you know what nobody else's opinion matters right now yeah. his word is the one that matters he's the one that created me so he definitely knows me better than anybody else mm-hmm. than even myself than i how i know myself so I know when he says that I'm like more than rubies and gold and all these things. I've like, I look those up and I'm like, that's really expensive. So mm-hmm. if I'm more than that, then, oh, oh yeah, I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, for me, honestly, I think it would have to be when I was, was getting into like freshman year, sophomore year of high school, um, growing up. I had a lot of like picked up anger. You know, I was in fights a lot, but I was really angry due to some personal issues that were going on in my life and a lot of those things led me into like really bad decisions that I used to make. And it wasn't until when I reached high school we started going to um we started going to our the morning church that we go to see fan and um pastor mark was like just talking about like acceptance and like forgiveness and stuff Mm -hmm. and i knew that there's a lot of healing that needed to be done inside of me for me to be able to let go of the old me and just you know Mm -hmm. understand the new me so there was a lot of praying that i had to do and just asking god not only to for to forgive me but also to help me um to give me strength to be able to to move on from from the past and just focus on the future. Yeah. And there was a lot of healing that, that needed to to be done on my part and it wasn't until I was able to heal that I then I started thinking differently. Th- then I started like realizing that a lot of the things that happened weren't like my fault or mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. So having to heal gave me a great chance to you know realize that I am worth I am worth so much more than you know what the situation that I was put into so it required a lot of healing and it wasn't until freshman year actually when I just had came into that revelation and I was able to you know realize my worth yeah and not just forgiving like other people and not thinking Mm -hmm. about all the situation and knowing that it wasn't your fault you know things happened but to also forgive yourselves that's really what I had to to work on is forgiving myself for all those things that weren't some weren't even my fault
1: you know Mm -hmm. yeah so christina you're talking about that forgiving yourself you know somebody might be listening now or somebody might listen to this someday and they're dealing with the same situation like people keep telling me that I need to forgive myself how do I do that
2: You may not know it that you have that anger for yourself. You may go through life thinking, okay, I'm angry at my mother, or I'm angry at my dad, or I'm angry at my family, or this or that, based on these certain things that happened or what they did. But you don't ever realize, and I didn't ever realize, and I listened to that preaching as well, and I was always thinking, I was like, oh my goodness, that's very true, because I don't even think about what what i'm holding against myself Mm -hmm. and i was holding a lot against myself so i would tell that person hey you know it's not your fault i mean truly look at yourself and like ask yourself what is it that i did wrong and you will come up with a long list Mm -hmm. and half of those stuff it wasn't even you it wasn't even your fault so you have to really learn to forgive yourself yeah. for those things yeah
1: what do you think Amelia? what do you, can
2: yeah. you tell somebody about that um from, definitely you know, just like what christina was saying you really need to um not put the blame on yourself you know really go before god and just and just like talk to him really just talk to him and be like i feel this and this and this and that i've went through this and this i know this isn't my fault like help me Heal, like, ask for healing, honestly. And just like Christina said, it isn't your fault. Like, a lot of bad things happen, yes, but you shouldn't put that burden on yourself. It's not fair for you because if you keep putting that burden on yourself, it's not going to, you know, make your life any better. It's just going to, everything is just going to continue to be bottled up. I know for me growing up, like, I would take matters of other people and put it in my shoulders, and that created so much burden so much burden and so much anger and when something bad would go wrong I would think that it's my fault like what could I have done better like mm-hmm. could I have like helped out in any way so that that situation would not have you know gotten so bad so I would tell that like I would tell anyone to don't blame yourself don't put so many things on yourself because it's not fair to you it's really not yeah. and just ask God for healing honestly I feel like healing is su- such a great step to like Letting go of the past and just focus on the future. That is letting go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Letting go is so important.
1: I was talking to somebody about that a couple, like maybe last year or something. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I usually when I talk, I give people like practical examples. I just like my examples are really practical.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I tell, I, he was complaining about his dad and how mm-hmm. man, and he was crying. Like he was really upset about the dad, oh. uh, his dad. And I was, I was like, you know, you have to forgive, man. Yeah. And so I told him, like, it, it, when you don't forgive, it's like you're carrying a brick. Mm-hmm. You know, like a 30-pound brick.
2: Oh, my gosh,
1: yeah. And you walk with it. When you get somewhere, you sit down a little bit. You you forget that you, you just place it down there for a little bit. But then you still have to pick it And then when you're out. done, having fun, you're always hanging out with somebody that is making your life positive, yeah. you grab it again. Mm-hmm. And you take it with you again. When you go to bed, you probably put it in your chest. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just this... Dumb thing that you're doing over and over and again, and you don't realize. Yeah, it. and uh, you just keep carrying this freaking brick all the time. And it, all you need to do is just say, Do you brick? You need to sit out there in a, in the backyard or something. I don't need you anymore, and yeah. you're free. Mm-hmm. That's, you it. Know? Mm-hmm. And, That's it. And, and like you guys saying, you just have to realize that you it's not your fault. Yeah, and you don't need to be carrying this thing around for this long. Yeah, get over it, and uh, and it just keep moving. You know, well, what do you think, Amanda? Yeah, I think
3: <clears throat> healing is definitely the answer uh, to it. I mean, learning about God's grace and being able to allow that um, that grace on yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think when, at least when I became a Christian, it was about uh, forgiving others. But then, um, and that took a long time and a lot a lot of healing. But also the, the grace that is given to me for when I um, make mistakes or when I'm a part of something that <clears throat> I didn't mean for it to go that way or those type of things. So I think it's all of, all of the forgiveness, forgiving other people, forgiving yourself and allowing that healing process. And as you do that, then that word can really just go deep and uh, really get to all parts of yourself as far as this is who I am. I am who God called me to be. And, you know, I'm a work in progress, and I'll be a work in progress to the day I die. Oh, yeah. But um, but I'm worthy because He says I'm worthy.
1: Yes. And you know, the cool thing about being a Christian is, like, you know, for me, like like I said, I'm, I'm a very practical person. Like, that's how my mind works. I, like, when I became a Christian, I did a lot of bad things before, right? Mm-hmm. And so the cool thing for me that, like, really, really made me love Jesus more, it's like, imagine this person is telling me that, it really doesn't matter what I did. Like, mm-hmm. I did all that crap, <laughs> but now it doesn't matter. Nope. You know? It's like you've been exonerated, like you don't yeah. have any fault at all. Mm-hmm. And that just made me so happy, you know, because, but when you don't know Jesus, to be able to forgive yourself and even to to know your own world... It could be quite hard. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. You know, it's very, very difficult, you know? And so... Um, so I don't know. I don't know about some people, how they're dealing with it. I don't know how some people do when they don't. You, and, well, you guys are lucky because you know the Lord and you know Jesus. You know, and uh, So if you're listening to this and you don't know the Lord, I think you don't know Jesus. Like That worth that we're talking about, that peace, that understanding that you're worth it, it, it comes from that, knowing the yeah. Lord and trying to help you go th- through all these emotions and things you're dealing with yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
3: And there's so many dangers to not knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I feel like I I look at some young young people today. I can say that because I'm old now, but <laughs> 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 but the the young people today and just I remember those moments of just not understanding my own worth and like a boy gives me any attention at all. <sighs> Or, you know, for the boys out there, the girl gives them a little bit of attention. Or just somebody to say, I see you, I think you're special, and what you're willing to give up for that person. Yeah. Because you don't know your own worth.
2: That's very scary. That's yes. very, very scary. scary I what, dealt with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, Just like my what goodness. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first first every relationship, a guy came to me and he were, he wanted, you know, we dated for a while. And just because he was giving me attention, saying that he loves me and me not understanding what the true meaning of love really is. I believed every word he said. I let him treat me bad and not really knowing my worth. I let, I let him do whatever he wanted to do, you know, hurt me and uh, say whatever words he wanted to say. And I would just take it. And because like, the, intention, that, the attention that he was giving me and the love that he was giving me that I thought was actually love, I just let it slide. I just let yeah. it slide. And that's very, very dangerous when you don't know your worth and you just let somebody come into your life and just say so many terrible things that stick with you for a long time. It's it's just really dangerous. It's really dangerous. Yeah. And it affects mm-hmm. every aspect of your life. Very much. Once you let that. If you don't really know who you are as a person, like, you're compass just points anywhere anywhere where you can get anything that's that's just where you go and that's so that's very scary but you have to think about okay so i mean we're lucky because we know god but when you think about it there's somebody who created you you know and he says that he doesn't make any like mistakes mistakes. so Mm -hmm. first of all you're unique and you're worth it because he gave up his life for you with you not having to sacrifice anything and with you not having to do anything. So wanting to get all this attention and love from, from somebody and giving everything for somebody that's just n- hurting you all because of that, sim- that those emotions just to get that little something from that person. It's, it's very dangerous.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, You're vulnerable. Like, yeah. you, you know, much. it's just like, like, a. You're blowing all corners of it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the passerby just blows you. Yep. You just want to hear that confirmation that you're, you're pretty, you're beautiful, and you're worth it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but you don't realize that maybe they don't even mean it. Yeah, you
2: exactly. <laughs> Does that, that even person even know it, that words, they're yeah. worth it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they're telling something they don't even understand themselves. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's 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 so bad, you know. Yeah, it really is. You know, the Bible says in Jeremiah. I think it's uh, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that says, "I have, uh, I know the plans I have for you," mm-hmm. declares the Lord, "plans for to welfare sure. and for and not for evil, mm-hmm. to give you a future and a hope." You yeah. know. So mm-hmm. if God Himself is saying that, you know. That he knows the plans have for you. So we really all need God, you know? Like, like do. You just need to realize that no matter what I've gone through, no matter what people say, that's not what God says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he says he has good plans for me, not not evil, but a future and a hope. Yeah. Know? And just let him in your life, you know? You can run, people run. Maybe don't even believe in him, mm-hmm. you know? But then eventually you're just going to realize that you just need Him. Yeah. You know, either
2: way. And He doesn't need anything from you. <laughs> yeah. You know? He doesn't need anything from you just to accept Him. Yeah. And to love Him. And that's that's really it. You don't have to give any money. You don't have to sacrifice your body. You don't have to do anything like that. Yeah. And you shouldn't try to do it alone. Because I feel like it's it's not something that you can do by yourself. That's what God is. He said that more like he will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm -hmm. Honestly, God is always there for you. Always and always. So if you want to make that step, you know, To find healing within yourself. I feel like a great step is just really accepting God and let him work with you. Like he's there for you. He's there to help you with everything and anything you need. So if you want to go, if you want to go into the path of healing, he is such a great help. Like he's there. And a lot of my healing came from, you know, reading the word of God and praying and just let him work within me. You can't do it by yourself. You really can't. Just allow God to be with you there and just help you through the whole
1: process. You know, in America, sometimes people feel like you know the only solution is going to the doctor and, no, and, and mm-hmm. medication. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're just medicating yourself, thinking that all oh, these problems will just go away. Mm-hmm. But in, in in reality, they don't go away. Because no. medication just cover it. Mm-hmm. And you feel just better today and you you get tired of medication if you leave it you go
3: nuts
1: Yep. you know but the true meaning of healing comes from god yeah, it will not come from all the medication and prescription that you have to take for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you know? so people need to realize that but i don't know how to it's just a hard thing to to convince people to know that god you don't know, you don't need all this you need all you need is god mm-hmm. yeah and i
3: think there's so much wisdom in written in the scriptures of um like throughout that healing process in order to prevent other things coming in like that filter that the ladies were talking about as yeah. far as you know testing it all against who am i really what mm-hmm. what are they saying and what is truth and does it align yeah. um you know i think of scriptures like guard your heart for it is the wellspring mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. like we do have some something to do some action to take yeah but we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, take your thought captive. yeah, um, Take your thoughts captive. So, um, like, there's some, like, action on our part, but to your point, Maria, like, we can't do it alone. Yeah. You know, we're unable to really guard our heart ourselves, but mm-hmm. we can pray for it and and work towards it and trust that God will help us the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a, a guy that uh, I've listened to a lot of his uh, teachings. His name is uh, Jim Rohn. He there's a famous saying that he says that, uh, uh, We have a part to play in the miracle process. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So we have a
1: part as human beings to play in that miracle process, and that really rings, you know, says a lot. Mm -hmm. You can pretend that you don't have your part to play, yeah, but that God will just do all the miracle. Yeah, it's not how it works. You have to take a step also, you know, and you have to have a part to play in that your own miracle and even in other people's miracle. You know, Mm -hmm. so you can't just say. It will just happen one day, and you're not know, taking any yeah. steps. Mm-hmm. Like, like you guys says, mm-hmm. reading the Word and, you know, talking to people, uh, coming closer to family that cares about you and loving you. Yeah. Those are the steps that you need to take to that miracle that you need to be free and to know who your worth is. You've yep. got to do the work. Yeah, you got to do your work. Mm-hmm. So you can't just sit there and hope that someday it will happen. Yeah. Someday may never come. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. So you know that's a, that's that's so awesome, and especially like uh, this uh, African girls that uh, maybe just st- st- you know in Africa sometimes we're not taught that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We're not Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. Oh no, god! You know, like you feel like your parents or your they they just have to make all the decisions for you. Mm-hmm. Like, but they will never really affirm to you that you are You know, they don't even ever think about it. Mm-mm. You know. So what do you guys wanna tell some of the the girls out there, the African girls that don't understand this? They don't know even what what, are we, what are you guys are talking about? What? What is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's just what it is. It's really sad. Um, when I realize it now, it's like that's how I used to be, but now that my mindset has changed and I like look look back at it and I'm like, Whoa, you know, this is what we're we're not specifically you don't get taught taught it mm-hmm. you just that's just like how life is you know mm-hmm. that's just how it is when you grow up in that kind of household where in which you're taught then you this is your role this is what you do this is what you're supposed to do so you just kind of push yourself into that role and you're there and that you feel like that is all that you're worth that's all that you're, you're that you're there for is just to do the household chores to clean up to do this and that, and then get married learn
1: and, how to cook, you know. and learn how to <laughs>
2: cook because you're gonna get married, yeah. <laughs> you know, learn how to clean because how are you going to take care of your house, yeah. you know stuff like that, which is important as well, but that's not all that you are yeah that's what I would tell them that's not all that you are yes. there's so many opportunities, there's so many things that you could do yeah. to. To figure out, first even just knowing yourself, take taking that time. We don't take time. African girls, they don't take time. Mm-mm. We don't have that kind of time. You need to cook, you need to do this, you need to do that. And you need to figure out how, you know, when you're going to get married and all this stuff. But take time to truly understand who you are, what you want to do, who you want to be. And then you would start to figure out, you know, in also getting into the word, you will start to figure out hey, you know, I'm more than just that. I'm washing dishes (laughs) and having to get married. I'm more than that. And I want more for myself. So I'm worth it. I'm worth more than that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely what Christina said. And just going off with what she said um, I feel like a lot of African girls really need to take time for themselves know who they really are before they give such a huge part of themselves to somebody else Mm -hmm. it's so important for you to know who you are first before you can you know get into that situation Like, like Christina said we were made to be a certain way when we were growing up. You know, we were taught that you know you need to learn household choice so you when you get married you can learn how to serve your husband, serve so serve the family of your husband, this and that. But that's not all that we are. We're so much more than that. And I feel like a lot of African girls really should um, get to know who they are, like what they want to do in this life. Like they, just, you can't just be a mom and that's that's that's, that's it, right. yeah. and, and be a wife that's it. There's so many things that. Maybe they don't even know themselves that they want to do, but, you know, they find out later on once they, you know, they've made that decision that, oh, I wish I could have done this and this. Before you start thinking, I wish I could have done this and this, take time to know yourself. Um, Realize what you want to do achieve those things and then start thinking about, you know, marriage. It's never too late to get married. You can marry you can get married at yeah. any age. At any time. At any time. <laughs> Nothing good comes from rushing. No. Know no. yourself and just do what makes you happy right now and then decide everything else later. Isn't there the proverb? Haraka Haraka
3: Hina Baraka. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> baraka there's no guys. blessing in,
2: in going fast. No. Not, no.
1: Yeah.
2: Take your time. There's time. There's still time. Yeah.
1: It never yeah. go away. It yeah, then everything.
2: go away. It's <laughs> exactly. <still there. laughs> you have three
1: hundred and sixty five five days in a in a year. Mm-hmm. You know? So don't rush. There's no rules that, like, there's, there's, it's not in the Bible. I think the Bible Mm -hmm. is the biggest law that we have. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say, at a certain age, you have to get married. Yeah. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that
2: at all. But, you know, African parents would be like, you know, at the age of 25, you need to get married, have kids. So, you know, you can't, you can't give birth to kids, Mm -hmm. like, really late. Even younger than that, 23, 20 years old. They would tell you, at 16, they're like, oh, back home right now, you would have three kids, you would be married. (laughs) I turned 19, and they were like, you should you should have already had like four kids or five
1: kids i'm like what thank god for coming here yeah, it's like whoa so so yeah thank you girls for talking about that and uh, i hope that somebody will listen to this and maybe they don't understand english now but eventually they would yeah, yeah. and uh, i know some countries in africa people speak english like kenya they might listen to this and understand that you're worthy mm-hmm. you know your worth is not measured by chores they do at home or by what your parents say that you have to do this to prepare yourself to be a woman, mm-hmm. exactly. you know, to, to be married someday. Yeah. So, and and just like God says, He has a a, a better, uh, you know, future for us. Yeah. yeah not for evil, you know. And just so He wants good for us. Yeah. And I'm so 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 happy that you guys understand that. That you know that your word, and no man or no guy will come and try to tell you otherwise. Yeah. And thank God.
2: We thank God
3: for that. Yes. So as a man, what do you have to say to the young boys out there who
1: mm-hmm. don't know their words? Exactly. Yes. As a man, I tell young boys, like, you know, don't don't worry about what people say, you know, and um, it's it's different for boys and the girls, how you see your worth. For boys, your worth is, like, uh, people recognizing you. That's how most, most men feel, like, recognition. Like, mm-hmm. being recognized at home by your mom, your respected. dad. Respected. Those are the things that make a boy feel wild. But if you're just a, a, a bum, just sits on the couch and play video games, yeah, you, you expect that, yeah, it's not gonna happen, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So as a boy, you have to step up, you know? Step up, stop helping your mom, your dad with stuff. You know, you could be 16 years old, 17 years old, you've never been more alone. Yeah. Those, that's how you gain that respect, by helping, doing like manly stuff. You can't be like it with your mom. She's a single mom. She's doing everything for you. She's washing dishes. She's mowing the lawn. She's doing everything. But you just don't want to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a boy, that's, that's, that's not bad. That's really bad, you know. Mm-hmm. That's really bad. You'll never feel worthy. You'll never feel worthy. But if, if he just can take that lawn mower and figure out how to run it out there and cut your mom's grass in the, in the front lawn, she would be happy. And your neighbors and, and everybody will see, wow, that's a, that's a really, you know, good boy, right? Like he's helping his mom. And that's how you feel confident and still feeling good about yourself. Yeah. You know, but you don't just sit there and wait everything for, to be done for you. Because I know a lot of boys do that.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: They just don't want to do anything, you know? And so that's what I would say for boys that feel hopeless or feel, they don't, they don't know their what. You know, you got to do things, yeah. For those,
2: yeah. What about these African boys?
1: Same thing. African boys also expect their moms to just to come home and get the food is ready.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: like they never think about washing dishes. No. they never think about cleaning. They ne- they never think about anything else. You know, mm. but that's wrong. You know, it, 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 it's it's your job. It's not just because you're a man. You know, but I think the problem comes from Africa. Mm-hmm. Yes You know in Africa People think yep. I'm I'm the like All these certain jobs Like, like cleaning Cooking uh, All house chores Those should be done With your sister should mm-hmm. do, Your mom should do that As a boy You shouldn't be doing that So what are you doing? Sitting Sitting So th- there's no way You're going to feel hopeless You're going to feel useless You know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to, to stand up And get up And start doing stuff There's nothing that says This is a woman's job And this is mm-hmm. This is a female's job you know, I'm a man, I cook at home here, I mm-hmm. clean all the time. That doesn't make me feel less, less, less a man. Doesn't make me feel less a man. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, you know, and then, the, and then they get to a certain age, uh, uh, they feel like now I need to go get a job. For them, they feel like the, the thing that makes them feel worthy is to work.
2: Yeah. To go
1: to work and then come home and sleep and just get food. No, that's not it. That's not it. You can work, it, you can make millions, but if you don't know how to do the simple things in the ho- in the home, you don't know how to cook for yourself, you don't even know how to wash your own, la- do your own laundry. Mm-hmm. You're a useless, man. You know, so you need to grow up and start doing like simple things. Learn how to do these things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't wait for your mom, your sister doing everything for you. You're gonna feel hopeless and useless around your friends that can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they will laugh at you.
2: I have a question. So for Amanda and Uncle T, um, since you guys are parents, um, I thank God for like my my mom and how she raised me and my siblings because I feel like she's really not one of those like traditional African parents. Yeah. She raised us like my my little brother, even though he was a boy. He still learned how how to cook, how to do his laundry, you know, like yeah. household stuff. He didn't want to in the beginning, but he did in the <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you, what what advice do you have for like African parents who are still stuck in that old mindset of like a man is a man who's just supposed to be served; he's supposed to, you yeah. know, a mm-hmm. girl's supposed to do everything around the house. Like, what do you ha- what kind of advice would you give to the you know African African parents? <laughs> so, my
1: mom is very traditional. Like, if that's that's just BS when people say stuff like that, because my mom is so... We fight a lot about all this traditional stuff. Yeah. But she never let us do that. She made everybody, you know, do home... I used to wash dishes. Mm -hmm. I used to cook. And I have, like, five sisters. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't make me... Give me excuses that I cannot do it. You know, I had to do it. So all these moms or or parents and stuff, those those are just excuses they're making up. Yeah. You don't need Mm -hmm. to do that. Like, you don't need to treat your... How is he gonna survive by himself when he when he's out, out, out from out of the house?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not gonna go there and wash his dishes and wash his, his stuff. <laughs> he has to do his own stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's how my mom would tell us: like, you gotta know how to do this because someday you're not gonna be living here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be away from from our home, living by yourself. None of us are gonna come help you.
3: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, like, you know, you want your kids to be positive contributors to the world. Yeah. yeah. Um and so for your son, you don't want them to grow up and need a wife because they don't know how to do laundry. Mm-hmm. And you definitely don't want them coming home at 30 years old asking you to do it. and then same with girls. Like you need to raise your girls to know that they don't need a man because mm-hmm. you don't want them to stay trapped or give themselves away into a toxic relationship that yes. they are signing away their life mm-hmm. and all their decisions and all of the things that they were meant to be and do um, because they don't know their own worth. So yeah. I think on both sides, they need to know their own worth mm-hmm. and they need to be contributors in all shapes and forms mm-hmm. because you shouldn't have to rely on um, to get into another relationship just to meet a certain need. Yeah. yeah, And I can also
1: add, like a lot of men that feel like working if their job is your what, mm-hmm. The job can go away tomorrow. Mm, definitely, that's not what gives you, you know, makes you worthy. You know, that's not what you need to give your your whole life into it. Yeah. Because what if they fire you tomorrow? You get laid off tomorrow. So what? What is your worth anymore? Mm-hmm. It's gone, right? Yeah, exactly. So your worth is is, is 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 your home. It's your people that you live with. It's yeah. your family. You know, all you do those little things you do in the home. Those are the what makes you gives you the worth. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So not all these African uh, beliefs that don't make sense. You know?
2: Yeah. Because anybody could do that job. Yeah. Anybody Anybody could do do the job. But nobody else is going to be able to take care of your family. No. If you don't really need to learn how to and that's what they teach those guys is yeah. um you don't have to do anything around the house, mm-hmm. you know. The girls can do it because they have to prepare for marriage. So then yeah. that guy is like, Okay, then after this I'm gonna get a job and then I'm gonna find a wife because that wife needs to be mm-hmm. that mother in that home mm-hmm. that's taking care like of me my still.
1: Sister, yeah. My my mom who does all dishes, that's the kind mm-hmm. of Exactly. So
2: then you can continue to sit down yeah. Yeah. and just work. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but so, I think it,
2: so
3: the danger basically comes back, boys or girls, when you hand over the definition of your worth to somebody else, you mm-hmm. give yeah. the power. Oh, yeah. yes. Like if your job can define how much you're worth or your husband can define how much you're worth. Mm-hmm. Or if you give that role to anybody else but God, it's not going to end well. It's not.
1: Yeah.
2: And God says don't trust humans. You were fooled if you trust other yes. human beings. So. That's
1: very true. Okay. Yeah, so thank you so much for, uh, uh, you know, uh, chiming in on that issue. And I, I hope, I hope, and I pray to God that um, when you guys have kids someday, they won't be those type of kids. Oh
2: yeah, uh, oh, most, no. definitely <laughs> no, most, most definitely
1: not. No, 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 no. <laughs> they kids and what their worth is mm-hmm. and who they are. And it's not based on, like, all these rural traditions that don't make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. It's things that, yep. make com- things that make sense in life. Yes. Thank you so much for talking about this.
2: Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.